0: Welcome back to Old Nerd, Young Nerd. I'm Derek. I'm Todd. And we are unexpectedly doing a part two of Picard episode nine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was really not expecting this, but... Uh, but here we are. Uh, apparently, we've got uh, more to talk about. All right, so uh, take it away, Derek.
0: All right, so we left off. Um, uh, they're now in Dr. Sung's lab, where Dr. Girardi sees a synthetic butterfly to which Doctor Sung said he created them because he missed butterflies. So yeah, I guess I, there's there's really not much natural life on this planet, is what that pretty much says.
1: I, I mean, I guess um, I can honestly see where you're coming from with that, uh, but uh, I don't know for sure. But it it, do, it certainly does make sense from a synthetic point of view, obviously.
0: Um, so, uh, um, Dr. Sung says that, uh, Dr. Maddox spoke about Dr. Girardi very often and that his one biggest regret was that he didn't bring her with him to which Dr. Girardi says it was more like she didn't have the guts to go. Uh, Dr. Sung then chastises her for killing him. Saying that she put out a small bright candle, shedding its light in a vast darkness. Uh, which, also saying which, that which
1: she really did. I oh mean, yeah, like, she it, killed- like it was like it, like that was a big thing. Uh, like I know that they just glance over Derek in the episode, but that yeah, was they, a huge thing.
0: I mean, he's kind of a one of a kind pioneer in his field.
1: Right. I not mean, not to mention
0: her former lo- or cr- not former her lover. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, I mean, like... It and, was really and, a big
0: thing, and they did basically treat it like it didn't happen, almost.
1: Yeah, I mean, they like, vague... it was like kind of, like, swept under the rug, but it was a huge thing, because obviously, Data created uh, his daughter, and, you know, they were trying to replicate that, and he... She literally destroyed the closest part of what that... um what that meant in terms of destroying all synthetic life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously, you know, he, you have the, um, the son of Noni and Sung helping with everything. And, and he actually brings that to, uh, to talk about with respect to uh, that. What, what do we call that thing? Uh, Gollum? I think it was a golem. I think uh, we yes. actually talked about it in the golem. We're actually
0: right about to get there.
1: Okay. All right. I'm going to shut up then. All right. You may proceed, perceive
0: of me. So Dr. Sung tells Dr. Girardi that she owes a great debt and asks if she's willing to help pay it uh, to help give life instead of taking one. He tells her mm-hmm. he's constructed a golem, uh, but says that Dr. Maddox was the expert on substrate work.
1: Right, which is really like the mind transfer mm-hmm. in a sense. So and he, that's what they're really talking about.
0: He says there's a sense of urgency in figuring out how to transfer a consciousness into this golem. Um, you know, basically it sounds like at this point you can kind of think that he wants to live a synthetic life essentially. Correct.
1: No, 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 you're you correct. Yeah, I mean like he's on uh the precipice of dying. Well, I, don't, so, I, didn't, I didn't
0: really see that he was on death's door, but he was an old man.
1: No, I, I, I saw that he was on death. like, that's the way I took it. He was on death's door, and he wanted to transfer his consciousness into this golem. Well, he
0: did, he did use the phrase sense of urgency, so. Yeah, I mean, that's we true. never,
1: ta- like, they never talk about in the episode what his sense of urgency is about. Obviously, it's not about Picard because he didn't even know about Picard before he landed on the planet, right? So, um, yeah, you know, you definitely have a sense of urgency, but has nothing to do with Picard in this instance. But, uh, but that's, you know, like. I'm sure everyone that we watched it, even even I did, was thinking about, oh, wow, Picard's like really old and everything else. So there's obviously everything that in the back of your mind, but it was never specifically stated or anything else. But mm-hmm. he wants our help in terms of uh, the next, um, hopefully, uh, the next synthetic. So, all right. So all right, there you go.
0: All right. So while that's happening, Soji and Sutra are arguing about how to proceed against defending or attacking, I guess you want to say, how to deal with the Romulan fleet. Right. So Soji is trying to assure assure Sutra that um, Rios will repair the Las Arena and be able to evacuate them all to safety. But Sutra is adamant that her plan to contact. the uh, synthetic alliance is the only way, uh, as re- as the Romulans consider synths to be abominations, and you know the only way is to bring in these other synths and kill them all.
1: Um, yeah, so- and, and, and that actually happened from the uh, mind meld that uh, she had uh, with the doctor. Yep, and. That was, like, the hardest part for me to swallow. Yeah, you did we did say we were going to, like, expand episode.
0: on this because you cause yeah, talked about um, it right at the end.
1: Yeah, and, I, like, I, I kind of really want to talk about that.
0: Yeah, go ahead and I jump down how, the rabbit hole, buddy.
1: Yeah, uh, and here I go. I, I'm jumping down the rabbit hole. I do not understand how Positronic Matrix can do a Vulcan mind meld. Because I think it's almost ethereal uh in terms of the connection Mm -hmm. so it's really kind of hard like i kind of really think that this was a cheat on the writer's part it really was to jump from uh the fact that oh wow we're kind of like really in danger oh wait a minute we have uh you know commodore o uh explaining to the doctor what you know the synths are and how they're how they're dangerous because of this message like this was really kind of a cheat like this was like you know what i really don't want to go into the whole thing in terms of going from synthetic minds to normal minds like like that like
0: yeah the the fact obviously obviously, obviously
1: we're talking about science fiction Mm-hmm. So in science fiction, anything can kind of rule, but, but they gave the bare, they
0: gave the bare minimum of explanation. They just said, "Oh yeah, she's studied Vulcan culture extensively." Oh, yeah,
1: she studied Vulcan culture. She studied she studied Surak and blah blah blah.
0: Yeah, but by that well, logic, well, like good, good for any, any human that lives on Vulcan should be able to do it, then right? By that logic.
1: Yeah, and which which they cannot. If right, you ever so, watched Enterprise, it's mm-hmm. very no specific.
0: One no one except those with Vulcan blood have been able to do it.
1: Not just those with Vulcan blood, but those that have studied in that particular field. Right. Because not every Vulcan can do a mind melt. Um, And if you watch, like, the last two seasons of Star Trek Enterprise, like, it it just doesn't happen that way. Um, So this was really, like, their biggest cheat, and I think the whole series, or, or I'm sorry, the first season so far, where they're like, uh, you know what? It's just easier to just do this whole Vulcan Mimel thing, and she fi- figures out how to contact the these higher beings of an artificial nature. But it, 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 it just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, it's one of those things where, okay, they decide this is what like uh canon is, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go with it, but it makes no sense whatsoever, right? This is really this. the
0: only instance so far throughout the series that I like really find a fault with the writers for. No, no,
1: I agree because otherwise, I, I feel like they agree. nailed it. I 100% agree. Um, they they really nailed everything else throughout the entire series except this, and this is this, this was is a really cheat.
0: This is one of the real issues with having a limited series. Like on the one hand, limited series are great because you don't have like filler episodes where you have to Mm -hmm. fill out like 22 episodes. Right. But with 22 episodes, they could have easily expanded on this. They could have, you know, the, the Dr. Maddox murder that could have been expanded on too. So as opposed to feeling like it was just kind of like a side thing that was brushed under the rug and not that big of a deal
1: right and that was the other thing too with this i kind of felt like she was compelled to kill him yes um that was like the inference in throughout the series like i have this pre-programmed thing where if i see you i'm gonna kill you which makes sense Mm-hmm. where it's kind of like a trigger like i like i understood that more and
0: and they're going to trust me with you because i'm your girlfriend and i'm a doctor so naturally they're going to trust me with you so i'm the perfect
1: assassin for you right exactly and like i kind of felt like this was kind of like uh the romulans like implanting a post-hypnotic suggestion oh, i agree and that's, that's
0: why she was like questioning whether she really wanted to do it or whether she was like driven to do it. like insanity wise sort of to yeah do
1: it. and you know i always took it where she was kind of forced to do it but you know like that was like that at least made sense to me you know the the whole you know uh it's a robot and she can now do my melts that was like the biggest pill to swallow and it was not a good pill to swallow so that's like the one thing where I'm like, wow, you really like that. Th- this was just like a shortcut. Well, you know theoret- I mean?
0: Theoretically, even supposing that she could learn it, wouldn't a Vulcan who knew the technique, wouldn't they have to teach it to her?
1: Yeah. I mean, like that's her the whole, whole thing. life
0: on this planet without Vulcans.
1: I, I mean, like, that's the whole thing. Like you can't learn the Vulcan mind mill Like if you really watched Um, Enterprise and watched how like the whole, because that was like a whole thing, because there was like a psychic rape in Enterprise, and I don't know if you ever watched the whole Enterprise, but it was a psychic rape, and the only way to cure her was through a mind meld from learned uh, Vulcans that knew of the transgression. That was the only way to, like, and you know, and that they had the whole thing about how, how you know, how she's healed and blah, 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 whatever. But this, like, this was just like a cheat. Which, again, you know what? I mean, like, they had ten episodes. So, you know what? Let's wrap this up really quick. And let's talk about this whole thing. Where, you know, it, it wraps up in ten episodes. But this was one of those things where it was just like, wow. They just really cut through the forest to get to the other side, Mm -hmm. and I don't want to say I don't disagree with it. Like I'm sure, if they really expanded upon it, they could really go into it more. But I understand why they wanted to like just cut through the the uh, the forest for the trees. So I do understand that, but but whatever. So.
0: But like Star Trek's always been a show about answering, like posing a question and then answering that question, yeah. like scientifically no, and logically and all that. So it's like it's I can I can see why like you would have a an issue with this from a story perspective, from a Star Trek fan perspective.
1: Right. No, 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 for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and is this a good point to bring up the the correlation, or are we going to talk about that later? we might as well
0: we're here right
1: all right so i you know i i i watch it i watched this episode last night i watched it again this morning and the one thing that the that really like drew me out was the fact that um they literally had they they sent out the synthetics which with no knowledge of anything else into the universe wasn't really sure why I did it but the same exact thing happened in Deep Space Nine which now Derek has watched the entire series so he knows what I'm talking about
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, where the um, Changelings Changelings uh, sent out their children to learn about the rest of the world it's almost the same exact story um, but I'm wondering there's what like at, like there's and, and, a few and, and differences okay I Fire would say
0: York. okay like you know, compare and contrast right um yep. the the changelings sent out their young in order essentially to kind of like scope out civilizations to bring in um
1: to the dominion
0: to the dominion right to
1: and that's, conquer that's what your that's what your that's what your belief is i don't i don't have that same belief but I, i'm gonna let you go with your with your theory and i'm gonna stay and with then, my theories
0: um you know uh uh, the the two cents that got murdered were sent out as like emissaries almost on the one and only starship that they had. Right. And then uh, Soji and Dodge were sent out like in like a super secret covert mission of uh, Dr. Maddox's. So it's a parallel, but I don't necessarily think it's the same thing.
1: Here's what I think with respect to um, the Changelings. I don't believe, and, you know, we're really segueing into Deep Space Nine, which uh, a lot of people have not yet watched, which I want to eventually delve into. And that's, that's a whole, whole, whole different series. But I believe... That the changelings' reason for reaching out is to see where the solids feel now about just interactions with others. Like I didn't, I like I never took that as let's conquer more of these uh, worlds. Like I never took that as that. So it's 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 interesting that you took it as. Let's send our children out to find out about these races as possible inclusion into the minion because I like I never took it as that. Uh but with respect to the story, um I like I like I really don't think for, for Dodge and Soji, I kind of felt like they were Sent out, and they never say this right or wrong that um, they were out there to scope out humanity and everything else. I, I like, I really feel that it was like feelers out into the world, in in terms of how far have you advanced or how far you have not advanced, and so. You know, if they've not advanced that far, then they constrict into themselves. But that's my feeling on this. Um, you know, as well as phase Nine, but you do not feel that way. So,
0: well, and then it's kind of open for interpretation because they don't really get into it, like you said. No, no,
1: no. for sure, for sure. But you're you're more on the more militant side. They're looking towards. Locking everything down, and everything else, versus my my viewpoint of we just really need to see like what the world's about and everything else before we really make a stand. Is that correct or not correct or from your from your view, viewpoint?
0: Uh, are you talking about the changelings or the the synthetics?
1: Both. What do you think?
0: I mean, well, the synthetics I think were just put out there specifically to fulfill a role. Like, what I don't was think the role, that...
1: though? Well, like, what was the role, though, Derek? I, like, I don't, I don't feel that way. I feel like there were explorers, but you're saying there's a specific roller?
0: A role, yeah. Doctor Maddox sent Soji and Dodge out to fulfill a role.
1: To create more synthetics
0: with... Well, no, they wouldn't make more. Like, he sent them out, and they clearly had a mission, because when they get back to this planet, they ask if their mission was complete. But they don't really get into the details of what that mission was.
1: See, like like, that's my whole point. Like, my whole point is, I think their mission was just to interact with humanity and see where they stood with respect to synthetics. Because, obviously... There was a ban on synthetics, you know, because of uh, the issues that happened, and I think it was on Utopia Planitia on Mars, right? Yes, where where there, there was like this whole thing where, air quotes, the synthetics rebelled and killed everything and destroyed everything, like I, like, I know you like I know you look at it as like they're gonna look at everything further my point of view is they were going to look at how humanity views synthetics in general do you, like do you see the difference where i'm where i'm saying like, I see. Where you're, I you're see more what you're specific saying, yeah. versus i see what you're versus, saying versus I, like my in my mind and both of us could be wrong
0: i'm sure we both uh, are you,
1: <laughs> you know or both of us could be right where we're we're looking at did the federation it, are they diametrically opposed to synthetic life you know like that's like that's where I'm looking yeah. at it as mm-hmm. but uh like if you have a different viewpoint like I'm okay with that like I like and we're both we could both be wrong we could both be right we probably won't know till next year um in terms of everything that's going on but i'm definitely curious as to see how everything shakes out for this new season
0: all right so getting back to the rest of this episode
1: yes yes because i like really took us off track
0: yeah a little bit but that's all right yeah. that's that's uh, what we do it's a lot
1: it's, a lot. it's, it's a what lot, we do but that's okay yep
0: so um, Soji's horrified about the loss of um, potential loss of lives if they let those synthetic army or whatever come through, uh, and th- and she thinks there must be another option. And then to her shock, her former Romulan lover is brought in as a captive, whose name was Narek. Um They switch now back over to Doctor Girardi holding a synthetic cat. Which has been named Spot, too, because uh, I believe Data had a cat named Spot. Did he not?
1: He did. I actually had a cat named Spot as well during that period. Uh, unfortunately, he died from feline leukemia, but I loved that cat. He was, like, the best cat. He was, like, the nicest cat. And he was black and white, and he had spots on him. But, I, like, I literally named him after Data's spot. Mm-hmm. But, yes. Um, it was spot two and it was an orange cat because the original spot was an orange cat. Um, but yeah, you're correct. They, um, there was definitely a spot.
0: So basically Dr. Girardi says that she's staying behind to help finish a project of Maddox's. Uh, Rios is going to go and try and fix the Las Arena and Raffi is also going to try to help him. Uh, Before she leaves, she expresses thanks to Picard, and they awkwardly tell each other that they love each other. Not in a romantic way, obviously, but... Also, she's given a tool with which to repair the La Serena that is referred to... um, that She's not quite sure what it is, and uh, Arcana the Synthetic just tells her to use her imagination, which is a vague term to say. Uh, I Bacar- was kind of
1: like I was kind of like I'm gonna interrupt you for a second. I was kind of shocked at that "I love you, you love me" uh, section with Picard because Picard, really? obviously, yeah, well, no, that's sure. he's
0: always been kind of close to the vest with his feelings. That's true. yeah,
1: I mean, like, like I was like really like, why is he saying that he loves her? Uh, <clears throat> I'm not saying he didn't, but I'm like, well, he's
0: also yeah. dying.
1: And that's what I'm wondering if that's why he said it.
0: Yeah. If that's
1: why he agreed to it because he's done he,
0: he couldn't leave things unsaid at that point.
1: But does he love her the way he loves
0: any Dr. Friend. Crusher? No, I don't I don't think it was anything romantic at all. It was just like okay, you're so, my friend and so I love that's you. A, yeah.
1: Okay, so it was just it was like friend love. It yeah. wasn't like, yeah, so no, that's I, like where I was kind of curious, I'm like
0: no, I didn't he's read it. I don't think there's anything and romantic he's there He's like, at you know all. what?
1: I'm going to be dying anyway, so let me just tell I love lover.
0: Let me shoot my shot.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, like, well, like in 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 our reality, yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. I'm like, is that what he's doing? So, okay, so there was like 80% of it was just like saying, yeah, I love you as a friend, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You, know, uh, you know, but uh, that's what, okay. All right, so I'm... Um, All right. I'm out again. All right. And go, Derek.
0: All right. So we go to uh, Narek sitting in a cell being guarded by a synthetic named Saga. Um, He's asking for some water. She doesn't answer. And he asks if this is how they treat all their prisoners. And she says that they've never had prisoners before. So she asks uh, him how Romulans treat theirs. So he then tries to uh, changes the subject before asking for water again. Uh, She decides to give him water and as she moves to deactivate the force field, Soji shows up and stops her saying that uh, Narek can't be trusted. Um, Saga says that she's been monitoring his life signs so she doesn't think he's a threat, but Soji says, no, you can't trust him. Narek then says uh to soji that he's he loves her and that his attempt on her life was motivated out of fear that she would kill him so she says that she knows deep down that like he does love her but at the same time um that he is a sad and twist a quote sad and twisted thing and that he disgusts her but not nearly as much as she's disgusted herself by of her pity for him uh, to which Narek says that he pities her too. And he's sad that the Romulan fleet will rain down fire and kill every last air quote so-called living thing on the planet. Soji says confidently that that's not going to happen. Um, and Saga tells him that you know he will be brought food and water as well as treatment for his head wounds. We flash over to Picard, who's trying to contact Starfleet, but is unable to reach them. And right. he, he gives up trying as Soji enters the room. She recognizes the room as Maddox's quarters and admits that she couldn't understand why Girardi had mm-hmm. killed Maddox and could not imagine taking a life to save a life. Because Girardi's thing was, in, by killing Maddox, then she'd be saving organics, basically. Right. Or that was the programming. Mm -hmm. Uh, she says she finds herself unable to understand the the logic of sacrifice which is something that Picard is not sure he likes the sound of Uh, she asks if he believes um, it has no logic no calculus of life and death to which Picard replies that depends on the person holding the knife
1: yeah which is kind of poignant in all honesty like it really is so um,
0: at the time, Dr. Girardi believed she was doing the right thing, but now she was horrified by what she had done, and that is obviously because of the programming. Right. Uh, Picard says that if she had done what was right, or did she do what she thought was right, or did she believe she had no choice? And I'm inclined to believe that she she had no choice. Or that she believed she had no choice but to kill him, because, again, she was programmed by... Vulcan, like mind melding. Right.
1: That's like here's here's a couple of big questions in this episode. That, and whether uh, O basically programmed her to kill him, Mm -hmm. and number two, as to whether um, God, what's his name, the Romulan was killed. By either, um, not not the Romulan killed by, but whether the synthetic was killed by either the other synthetic or the Romulan, I don't know. I don't know that answer, Derek. I don't know if we can really honestly answer that uh, answer. Well, obviously, and- like they come back later and they see the uh, hummingbird pin in through her eye. But there was no clear indication as to who actually killed her, and I'm not sure that there was supposed to be or there is or I missed something. I don't think I missed anything because I think I- the
0: answer for that comes in episode ten if i'm not- okay. if i'm if I'm not misremembering okay, but
1: all right so i'll I'll let that go for now all right well, and that's that's essentially
0: where we're at. Um, okay. you just you kind of went slightly ahead but that's fine because that's where we're at anyway okay um, uh, Narek looks up and sees Sutra standing in front of the <clears> cell <throat> who tells Saga that she's taking over guard duty she deactivates the force field goes in the cell and says that she'd be afraid that her desire to kill Narek would outweigh her need of his services and mm-hmm. asks him if he'd like to get out so then you flash up back over to Picard and they hear screaming So, him and Soji go look only to see that Narek's escaped and Dr. Sung is mourning over Saga, who, like you said, had her humming brooch, her hummingbird brooch shoved through her eye. Right. So, she was murdered. And, like you said, you're not sure which one of them did it, Mm -hmm. but it seems like Sutra freed Narek to kill her and escape or just killed her and let Narek escape herself. And Narek is making his way back to the crash board cube. Uh, Sutra then addresses all the synthetics, warning that the arrival of the organics has cost them another sister, and that in within the the span of another day, the Romulans would would arrive, which gives them just enough time to save themselves. And Picard asks what she means, and she says that, um, you know, she's basically going to send the signal to the synths that are out there waiting, the higher race of synths, right. Uh, that they're going to have a beacon to summon them before the Romulan fleet arrives, so <clears throat> that once the Romulan fleet arrives, they would be uh, saved and wiped out. Um, once summoned, they would seek to unite all synthetic life in order to excise them from the oppression of organics, which Picard realizes means the extinction of all organic life. Uh, he then makes a plea to all the synths saying that he knows they have no reason to trust the Federation after the synth ban or or the murder of um uh the two emissaries they had, but that there was room on the La Serena for all of them and that, that he would see to it that they all got out safely. And that once that was done he would the demand that the Federation remove the ban. Yeah. Um to which point uh, Sutra says that he cannot be allowed to walk free. Uh, all, Dr. Soong says that the Federation wouldn't listen to Picard uh, because they didn't listen to him after the Mars attack and that they wouldn't listen now.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: they place uh, Picard under house arrest and put, to Picard's shock, Soji agrees with it. And that um, she would not let her people be used as his redemption. Uh Sutra calls for Dr. Girardi to be arrested as well. However, Dr. Girardi uh says that she's there at the risk of her own uh at the risk of her own death to um help fulfill the dream of Dr. Maddox with the golem, and that she needs to do it for Dr. Sung to help him survive what was coming. Uh Dr. Sung agrees with Dr. Girardi saying that she's the closest thing to a mother that the sense would ever have. Right. Um, at which point, uh, she's asked if um, Sutra asks her if, if that a mother should die for her children. So she asks Doctor Girardi if she'd be re- really willing to do so. Uh, to which she replies, "She would." We then flash over to Commodore O aboard the Romulan fleet. Uh, saying that long-range sensors detected minimal defenses and that they would make planet fall in 24 hours. And that's how the episode ends.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: It's really like a perfect cliffhanger ending point. It really which is. If, if you listen to our Zombies episodes, you know we know a thing or two about cliffhangers.
1: Yeah, which we do. We do. And, um, yeah, I mean, like, episode 10 is just amazing.
0: So, uh, like essentially, be, there's, uh, there's a massive fleet coming, no hope of reinforcements, at least none that you think is coming, and right. now they're trying to summon, like, this uber-synthetic army, That but if they do it, it'll kill, like, every living organic being. Correct. So, it is a, it is a pickle of a situation that Picard now finds himself in.
1: And we are on episode, we're going to be on episode 10, the last episode of the series. So yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Very interesting, Derek. Very interesting.
0: Uh, there's definitely a lot to talk uh, about on that episode for sure. That one will probably, yep. I'm assuming that one will be a two-parter for us. Oh, just no, right off for the bat. sure.
1: Like, like, I even know, like, I thought this would be like a, a one-parter, but I was obviously wrong but well, depending
0: on how many um segues and tirades we go on that <laughs> the final like like honestly
1: <laughs> honestly i can see three episodes out that that episode oh, because man. there's so much stuff to talk about in that episode but yeah for sure all right. all right i am good i am good on this episode derek i don't know about you no i'm, I'm not gonna well. like i'm not gonna like cheat and say anything about the next episode but nope The next episode will be action packed without us even talking about it yet, because Mm -hmm. I know there's so much stuff to talk about in that last episode. So this for like, I mean, like for Derek and I, just so you guys know, this pre-pro and everything else, just for this last episode and recording, Derek. In all honesty, it's like six hours, you know, in my head. Like I'm already seeing it. You know what I mean in terms of Pre-pro and everything else. And so that means we should episodes. pre-pro on Friday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, call <laughs> them all, out Friday. In yeah. all
0: reality, maybe.
1: Yeah. I mean, like it, it like really, you really <laughs> <But> it's funny because <laughs> really all the Friday. all
0: the pre pro we do, like, there's still the um like the unexpected tirades.
1: Yeah. I and I do it all the time, unfortunately. Um, but it is, no, it's, all, it's
0: all part of the charm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you know. We hope you join us for the next exciting episode and the climax of Picard season one.
0: And in the meantime, remember you can follow us on social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And that very soon we will be on YouTube.
1: Yep. In addition to uh,
0: literally everywhere else we're
1: at. Literally everywhere else. Like I, I can't even think of a place that we are not on, but yes, for sure. Follow us everywhere. Thank you, folks.
0: And um, as always, I'm Derek.
1: And I'm Todd. And remember,
0: normal is is the the newborn.
1: Thanks Thanks for
0: listening, everybody.